Okay, we're live. Everybody, this is Bryce Kelly today with us. Um, hopefully, I get the introduction right, Bryce. Um, Thanks for having me. Multiple-time winner, correct? Uh, yeah, that's the the duo. The duo, yeah, me, me and Zan, or Jean from, uh, Lithu or he's from uh, Romania. Romania, okay. Slovenia, Slovenia. God, I don't know Romania. why I got that wrong so many times. One of those Ania, <laughs> right next to Dracula. Beautiful place, I hear, but yeah. Yeah. They probably won't be having a PDR Olympics out there anytime soon. Probably not. No, no. Yeah. Um, so the group, and then and you, you've you uh, competed solo as well. You know, I've never actually competed solo. My wife wants, she's trying to get me to this year, but I, I just, man, I, I, the nerves, <laughs> it's, it's like people watching you is, yeah. it's a lot, man. You it know? is a lot. It's a lot on you. It, it, no doubt. No doubt. And those dents, you know, those are, those are no easy task. You know, those, uh, those dent Olympic dents, man, everybody thinks that, oh yeah, they're, until you get up there in person and actually stare that thing down, you're like, okay. Yeah. You know, it gets real, real quick. So, right. I, I bought just full disclosure, Bryce. I bought an air cannon. Um, what did you really? Yeah. I bought one. Cause I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I, I, I want to place respectable, you know, and those dances, you and I know they don't, they're not naturally occurring in the, in the wild too often, you know, right. they're deep and they're wide. They're yeah. gross. There's disgusting. Any, yeah. Any <laughs> dent tech would tell you, you know, any, uh, give me a sharp dent. No problem. Give me a wide, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, but those freaking air cannon ball dents that are, I mean, you they would hold water. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. They're, they're deceiving, man. You know, until yeah. you get there in person. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. There's but, a, and there's a lot of talent, obviously the, the, the industry yeah. is, it's great. It's exciting. I mean, I'm so glad that we have gotten much better. I mean, I'm 20 years in, I'm still excited about this yeah. industry. What about you? hundred percent. How many years have you been in it? The, the, uh, I'm wrapping up my 31st. Man, I remember like coming up in the scene, like this is probably 2004 or five okay. and watching your videos uh, online. And I, I think I actually wanted to come to California and train with you oh, wow. guys. You guys were, um, you, like some of the auctions, right? You did some of the auctions. Right. Yeah. We were, we were heavy into that Bryce. Um, and, and due to unforeseen circumstances, and honestly, uh, you know, they, they, I don't know when one door closes, another opens kind of thing. Right. We were making a ton of money doing the auctions and then we would even do training there. Um, cause California weather, you know, yeah, we don't have man. the humidity. Yeah. You can't that, beat that, it. Yeah. That weather there is, is, uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. I remember being in San Diego and just remembering the weather was just phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, kind of a little, little jealous. So, yeah. So, so yeah, so we, we did the auctions for a good run and then, um, uh, we, there were some mergers and acquisitions and, and we ended up losing our big fish and it, it I don't know if you've ever been in the auctions. Uh, it's there. It's hard business to secure. There's a good old boy network. Oh yeah, um, with the with the whiz and everything. So it, I started. It was just, I started at the auction. Yep. Okay. Independent good. independent auction, family business. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get into that hopefully a little bit. We're yeah. Gonna, yeah. You know, I've got my for those that Bryce and I 
touch base before we started this thing, but uh, I like to stay organized. So I've got like notes. Otherwise, I'll tend, I'll take a dirt road, and we may we may get ugly. <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah. you lead the way, man. I'll, I'm just here to, to 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 be. I'm just happy to be here. So thanks for having me. Thank yeah. you. Um. So we'll let let's do this. Let's jump forward. Or yeah, let's jump forward. The Porsche tw- GT3 RS. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yep. For those that don't know, that's a three a, a, on the cheap. That's a three hundred fifty thousand dollar car. And up. Yeah. You can't even hardly get them. You gotta you know, give a, your youngest firstborn and blood and blah, blah, blah. People Surprise want those cars. Yeah. Highly yeah. in demand. Yeah. Highly in demand, limited production, of course, by, by design. Yep. Um, so you had this great post clickbait. If you don't mind me saying 11,000 X dollars, which, uh, and I, I think I caught it on, um, I mean, you cross posted. I think I caught it on Paul Corden's, um, his his little group on or big group on on facebook which yeah i, I love it's a great it's a great uh forum or you know just a platform for everybody to get out there and post their their big wins you know for the most part it's going to change it's changing the industry you know realistically Huge. yeah yeah so i was so stoked when i saw that um so so run us through that a little bit bryce talk about um you could talk about inception like how the guy found you or if you want to just get into the nuts and bolts um, me personally, I know a lot of the noobs would love to hear the technicals, but I, I, I love the, I think it was a, it was a customer pay, correct? It was customer pay. Yeah. Kind of a rarity, but, um, so happened to be a, a, you know, a doctor that was, uh, you know, heavy into Porsches, uh, racing them, you know, and, uh, I think this one was kind of a low speed impact, if I recall, uh, into a tire wall. Uh, so he's racing for- Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he had PPF wrapped. The, it was the entire vehicle was wrapped in PPF, which is why it didn't have any paint damage. I know there was right. some paint damage on the rear, uh, you know, bumper cover there, but he, he was just going to have that re sprayed, you know, like any bumper cover, you know, for the most part, he just, he was worried about preserving, you know, the, the metal preserving the paint on the body. And, uh, you know, everybody knows, you know, you start, you know, replacing quarter, they were going to section Porsche inspected the vehicle and they cleared it for quarter replacement. There wasn't any frame damage whatsoever. Luckily, um, they were going to replace inner wheelhouse and, um, the actual, uh, uh, the the entire side, you know, I think they were going to section off at, you know, right above the, I don't know where they were going to section off, but I know it was like pretty far up to replace that, uh, that quarter panel. He just did not, wasn't having it, you know, he, um, you know, if it was like frame damage, then yeah, of course, you know, you probably want to have it done the other, other way, but he was just more interested in preserving things, you know, as as everybody knows that the, you know, the value of those vehicles, you know, they're appreciating vehicles, you know, they actually go up and it's like buying, buying a stock, you know, And, and, and it's, um, yeah, it was a special car to him. He's not selling it anytime soon. He just, he wants to keep it, you know? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, he found me, I think it was on YouTube, if I recall. Um, and he was just like, literally like dead set on getting this done. You know, I, right. I was a little hesitant at first looking at the videos because it looks like somebody attempted it, which I know after actually fixing it, somebody was definitely in there. Um, sure. I don't know who it was. I don't really care. I just... 
you know, I thought it would make a, a great, um, you know, just kind of not only before and after, but just overall experience. I, I want other PDR technicians to see the possibilities, you know, that I want the not only PDR technicians, I want the um, body shop industry to see what the hell we're capable of. I want the insurance companies to see what we're capable of, you know? Yes. Um, and, and this, I think was a, a good start, you know, and there's other guys out there right now, like, you know, Matt Boyette, he just did that Rivian repair. Yeah. That thing's going berserk right now. You know, he's yes. got news stations calling him, you know, that's yes. just, so yeah, it's, we're starting to see some, some really impressive stuff coming out. You know, these guys are doing amazing work and um, it's just making the industry kind of as a whole come up, you know, and being yeah. talked about and all those stigmas are kind of, you know, going away for the most part, hopefully. I mean, I get a, trust me, I get a ton of hate speeches on, you know, in the comments that I just literally, I'm just like, I swipe, delete, block whatever they, yeah, i just i hate negativity you know when something is yeah. so great you know so, something's being done that's obviously great you know and these people come in yeah. they, uh you know they try to destroy it you know but i just i look way past that and i just see this as you know it's great for the industry but regardless um sorry i go off on tangents so just bring me back if i need if now nah, you're everything's great just keep going um but yeah it was just kind of a um you know, I, I really I didn't want to take the job. I, I was kind of like, let's just see what we come up with as far as a price range. I slept on it for like it was like a week and finally got back to the guy and um, or actually he texted me. He's like, so what do you think? Are we good? You know, when can we set this up? You know, can I get on the calendar? And we put it on the calendar. It was like a, I think at the time I was like a month or month and a half out and uh, we got it on the calendar. I, I let him know that, you know, it's it's going to be a really broad price range, obviously looking at video and pictures. Yeah. It sent me some really nice videos, like detailing everything, showing me exactly the, you know, the right angles that I needed to be. Right. He was two hours away. Okay. Um, and um, so, yeah, I, I, I decided to go ahead and, and um, give it a go. I gave him like, I think a ballpark of somewhere between like nine and 12 is what okay. I told him, okay. you know, based on what he sent me. And right. um he actually came to the shop. I have a, <clears throat> I have a like a PDR training facility that I kind of rent out from my dad. And uh, excuse me, sorry. And basically, um, he he brought the vehicle to the, sh to the shop. He got it all set up for me. He like took the wheel, the center lock wheels off, yeah. and yeah. you know it's a kind of a process. And sure. you know, I, I said to him, I said, you know, I I don't know anything about the center lock wheel. I'm not about to try to you know be a Porsche expert. Right. Um, so he was more comfortable with him just doing it. He let me know he's a very particular guy, and right. I don't blame him one bit. It's a very high dollar vehicle, you know. Right. Um, set everything up. I got there the next day and. Um, I said, what the hell did I get myself into? <laughs> you know, when I saw it in person, I was like, holy hell, man, this is just, just blasted. You know, what, what didn't that, that, see, that's interesting. What, what were the characteristics of the dent Bryce that, that you didn't like? Um, I, I, I think the, um, one of the things that really stood out to me was just how deep the impact was and severe, severely pushed in that quarter panel was you know it was like folded in you know so right. i saw the opportunity to use some of the you know the the lateral tension 
um, uh, you know, setups that, I, that I've been running for like the last, you know, two to three years and um, just kind of, you know, almost grabbing at one side. You could see there was a big gap. We had, it was probably close to a, almost a three quarter inch gap between the quarter and the door. And, you know, when you see stuff like that, that almost says in your head, okay, this thing's folded. You know, there's a lot of stress. Right. Let's, let's unfold it. Right. 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 So, yeah, I was able to grab it right at that, uh, right where the door edge, leading door edge, or, you know, where the quarter panel is and just yep. kind of pull right off the front wire harness for the door, like in that area. It was, it was structurally pretty sound. And I just ran some Mo clamps with a big plastic um, piece of sheet plastic, you know. And um, yeah, man, that thing, once I started cranking, I probably put about maybe five, 600 pounds of force uh, on that thing. And it you could see the quarter panel just starting to kind of walk up. Obviously, yeah. it wasn't going to, you know, pop or anything like that. I didn't want that. Yeah. I literally no. just wanted to give it, you know, a little bit of an aid in a sense. Right. And uh, but but the, the, the thing that really um, took me for a ride was um, I think below. Uh, below the air duct, that that real nat, there's a really nasty buckle in there, and um, super stretched, not right. overstretched, but just stretched to the point where you know um, it, it was started to act a little funny during the actual removal process, and right. um, I had to tool it with all different types of techniques, and you know, um, you know, the typical rubber tip. The, you know, the, it just, it just kind of, um, you know, I didn't want it to get to the point where it, it was going to be like this, like just massive. I was going to make more work for myself. Basically. I wanted to keep it as manageable as I could, uh, from the beginning stages. And I, and I thought to myself, you know, even glue pulling was risky. Like, you know, just putting a little direct tension on some of that deep stuff because right. I don't want to create any more damage. Um, right. But it's silver. It, and it's silver. And you got all these different factors. I was on my toes for 38 hours. You know, I was like on my toes. I had Thank you like for saying that, by the way. Thank you for saying for those. See, I, I know there's people out there that maybe didn't watch the whole video or they think it's six hours or, or even. Oh, he spent the whole day. They have no clue how much time. Oh, yeah. The layman has no clue. The, no. the the PDR technician just getting into the business has no clue. Like the only way they have they will have a clue is if they actually put themselves through it. You know, right. one of the like they have to be able to go through repairs that they don't want to do, right? right? That's just okay. that's the key. You know, yeah. that's but um yeah, it took me, you know, all 20 years of my 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 learning PDR to 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 get to this stage to be able to do that repair, you know. Right. Um it was it was literally the the uh, the hardest repair I've ever taken on and oh, wow. um, okay but um, I look back and I I learned I mean there were there were some there were some points that I got to where I was in this like kind of a really dark place <laughs> like you know like I don't know if I can recover you know this area or um, you know but but it's the, it, it's in those moments you know, that you really kind of learn the most. I think I, I, I learned so much when I get to the brink of almost quitting, yeah. you know, but I, that's the thing is I don't, I don't, I don't right. believe in quitting, you know? No. So, and that's, that's what I preach in my training, you know? So. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, 
I, I think the people that, that don't know you and I, and I'm not going to profess that, that I, I, I mean, I know you secondhand by, by your social media. Yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful that someday we'll see each other face to face. Yeah. Likewise, man. It'd be great. But, but I think it's fantastic that, that you're, you're candid Bryce and you, even though you have a tremendous amount of respect in the industry, you've got to know it. Um, a lot yeah, of accolades. Thanks. And I, I think that for people to understand that, that you, you're being candid and talking about the vulnerability and the, and I don't want to say the word doubt, but I think any, any tech, I don't care if it's one year, 20, 30, 50, whatever, you're going to come when you challenge yourself, you're going to come across repairs. I, I say they're snowflakes. There, there's no two that are truly, really exactly alike. And, and you probably saw some things that you knew you were going to have no problem with. And then, you, but you were getting into uncharted waters and that's, what's helped get you to where you've gotten, whether it's anytime, if a tech wants to be a good, big dent tech, he's doing auto body type stuff, you know, crushes, crashes, twists. I yeah. mean, Guinness is, is, is a, pr- a prime example. Yeah. You know, his stuff, right. I mean, I, I remember watching him on Facebook and I was just like blown away with these accordion, you know, yeah. you can see after he extracted all the damage, still the original paint problem. Savant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I use that word. And, uh, so, so to, to your point, I appreciate you being, being honest and talking about. Oh, absolutely. Doubts or whatever, because, because that that's reality. I mean, yeah. no matter how much talent or whatever, you're going to come across a repair that it may not eat your lunch, but it's going to call you out. And, and it's that tenacity, it's that character that totally. you kind of persevere. And 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 you and I know, and Toledo or anybody else who's been in this business for a long time would would come to the table and say, you know what, we don't win them all, we don't. No. And what we see online, I mean, we're not usually that's the highlight online. reel. <laughs> right, that's exactly. the highlight reel, man. Right. So anyway, I thank you. Um, let, let's welcome. move forward. I. I I want to take, I, I appreciate this, this opportunity. So I want to take it yeah. back as much as possible, Bryce. No, absolutely. I'm here, man. You mentioned San Diego, wind it back to the origin. So, so where was your training? Um, talk, talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. The training started in um, San Diego. It was uh, January, 2004. And um, uh, this is uh, it's called right. Look, basically, I don't, I don't think they do PDR training anymore, but I, I think they offer like detailing. Uh, but right. I basically, my, my, um, my father, um, lent me $11,000 and, you know, he says, you know, he's like, he basically, you know, he's, we were kind of like oil and water, my dad, you know, working together as an auto mechanic with my dad, he owned the business. I was just like a parts changer for the most part. Right. You know, I just do alternators, starters, brakes, whatever. And, He's like, you know, this isn't working out for us. You know, I think it's, it's better that we just kind of, you know, move apart. And it made our relationship better ultimately in the end, which thank God, it, you know, he told me about painless net repair and how it could be a lucrative thing. And I, I'd make a great living doing it if I can get it. And um, so, yeah, I looked into it, you know, that night he told me about it. And I went, I saw Right Look there offering the training. And I think there was a guy named Mike, like Ding Doctor, um, I don't know. You might know him. I, I forgot his I've last name. Mike him. knows him. Yeah, you know he's he's uh, a decent guy too. I've come across him. 
I think it was like Mike Bates or something. But either way, um, it was like a class of like maybe 30 guys all together. I mean, it was a big class. And um, there was, uh, you know, there was guys that were like sleeping. (laughs) There were guys like just like weren't taking it seriously. And I mean, I just invested all this money. I was like, you know, I flew all the way from Florida. And um, I actually took the PDR course. I took the bumper repair course. I took the interior trim course. I took the windshield repair course. I took it all. You know, I took this, it's like this gold package where I got all the training, right? Yeah. And um, I got all these tools and stuff. And like, I got back and um, I remember making like a bunch of like all this, like, uh, you know, different, uh, different business cards and brochures and whatnot, just passing them out like crazy and hoping that somebody would, would bite. And um, yeah, nobody bit. So I was, uh, you know, I put my tool, my PDR tools um, back up on the shelf. And I actually took a course on window tinting and I got into window tinting and went, got trade at, trained in Tampa okay. and I uh, was doing that. And every once in a while I get like PDR calls, like, you know, guys, because I have like, uh, it says paintless net repair on my dad's shop at the time, you know, and someone would roll in and I'd try and fix a dent and I'd just butcher the hell out of it, you know, right. and just be terrible. Right. And um, so, yeah, because I, I mean, my tools would sit. I would never right. practice. So, yeah, basically what happened was a guy called me up one day and I was tinting some windows um, and, and he and he says to me, hey, um, I just found your business card in a puddle of water at a gas station. And we have an auction uh, that's looking for a painless dent repair guy. And um, are you available now? I said, uh, well, maybe I can probably get down there tomorrow. You know, I'm doing something right now. He says, "Ah, well, we need somebody like right this second. I'm like, okay, what's what's the urgency? So I literally packed up that night. I went down there to check it out. And this thing was just like lines of cars. He's like, I need you to run through, run through and like bill me. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, okay, this is like a gold mine. Yeah, do the math. Yep. And yeah, you know the auction thing. And And the guy that was there, um, God rest his soul, his uh, Chris, uh, he was, um, you know, he just wasn't as serious as I was. That's that's basically what it was. He was more into like partying and him and his brother. Awesome dudes. You know, like I, I learned so much from these guys, but they, they just love partying. You know, they take that yeah. PDR money and then they, oh yeah. You know, they show up to work the next day, you know, whenever, four o'clock in the afternoon, you know. Right. And this is a mom and pop auction. And they were just like feeding us these cars. And I was like dead set on making this work. I had I woke up early in the morning to be there every single day. And I literally gave them my my service for seven years. And were you back then, Bryce, let me interject. Were you married or no? No, 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 no. I was single. This is Free kid. okay. Single Bryce ready to mingle. Yeah, I was still 25, fun? you know, okay, yeah, 25 years old, maybe 26. Yep, and um, yeah, it was just like if <clears throat> for me, uh, it was like a blessing, you know, it, it, it literally changed everything for me. Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> yeah, it changed, it changed my life. You know? It's nuts. One, one business card that fell into a puddle changed right. my life that, that's <laughs> insane see that this is a good story 
I don't know if it's real. I hope it's real. No, man. This is the God on street. I still, yeah, I still. I, I think I told it. that story on every single podcast I've been okay, on. Okay, good. That's a great idea. The, the puddle business card story. I love it. <clears throat> yeah. So. But yeah, it's um, it's been a, a wild ride. Blessed to be doing this every day. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what else I would be doing besides this. I think I, I want to do this until I can, you know. Right. Yeah. So the auctions, you cut your teeth, just reps, you started getting good. And then yeah. I'm sure at some point you, you decided, you know, for what, like maybe like with us, the auctions just, it didn't make sense. Um, well, I got kicked out of there. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. It, it's all, be, all because of an overpriced hail. No, overpriced uh, hail repair. Overpriced hail. The, <clears throat> so, jumbo shrimp or oxymoron i mean there's no such thing yeah exactly so come on yeah i mean but but literally like getting booted out of there was it, it happened for me right, right. It, it was something that happened for me and i i look back and i'm like thank god thank right. god that happened because i might be my retail, retail business took off because i had a little right. backup plan you know yeah <clears throat> thank god so but it was, um, yeah, like I just, I started really hammering hard when I, I put all my eggs in one basket at that auction. And, yeah. um, and I, I, I knew I had to change and, and change, change my ways and um, try, try to attract more retail clients. My biggest, <clears throat> my biggest uh, I think, influence for, for trying to gain retail clients was Sal Contreras um, because, um, you know, I saw him online you know, yeah. posting. And I remember the Volvo repair that everybody, you know, mm -hmm. knew back then was that yeah. was just like insanely incredible to me. Right. And, and so inspiring to watch that, that Volvo XC90 get fixed. And um, <clears throat> if you, if you've never seen that, that repair, it's still freaking awesome to this day. Yeah. Oh no, it's a, it's a good video. Yeah. I'll jump in while, while you liquid. Um, Sal precursor to you, um, and he's still making videos, I think. Um, one PDR Olympics as well, I believe. If you want to, I, I believe Sal, that's Sal definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even a couple of times. Um, I think he'd be doing as long as, as me, maybe even a year or two longer. Yeah. Um, he's got the dent dial. He's got tools he's developed. If, if anybody's watching this video doesn't know who Sal Contreras is, do your diligence. Go, go look him up. He's got, he's got some videos. He's got tools. He's a legend, um, man. He, he really he is. Totally is. I think he's a legend, even though he's not. He's not dead yet. He's still a legend to me. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's legendary and alive. He's amazing. Uh, yeah. So, so you you, you finished the auction. You transitioned into uh, into retail. Um, you obviously do training too. So let let's to, for the in, the the respective time. Um, yep. Tell the folks about about your training. What you do with the training. I I actually when you get into it, I, I want to tell you about one of my my buddies who actually trained with you. And I'm going to tell you, share a little bit about his experience. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But go yeah. ahead. Um, yeah. The, the training, um, the, basically the, the reason I put the training together is um, I just wanted something that, that I never had. And, um, you know, coming up in the industry and that was basically someone to show me, you know, how to, how to create, you know, working at higher standards creates, higher standards. Right. So right. basically, you know, I want to, I want guys to take it 
way more seriously. You know, I just, I want them to, I want all the negative, negative uh, stigmas to be lifted off PDR. And um, this was my way of kind of, you know, combating the stigmas and, and trying to make PDR a viable and, you know, notable solution for the general public, you know, and for us to, you know, I just I, like with, with some of the um, stuff that, that I see online, you know, I just like I kind of get, you know, just I was getting discouraged, you know, so I, you know, and I it, it's mainly Facebook and stuff. You know, Facebook's like a pack with a bunch of negativity and stuff. And I just uh, I don't know. I, I just wanted to kind of change things, to change the direction of where it was going. If I could make an impact, you know, this was the way to do it. So um my, my training is kind of, in a sense, like a, um, I hate to say boot camp, but it is it is very intense. Let's just right. say that. There's a lot of info to cram into those five days for the advanced training. Um, you know, things like, you know, starting uh, extreme damage, trying to keep it manageable, um, you know, throughout the repair so you can finish faster, becoming efficient. I teach efficiency. You know, that's one of my biggest things. Um, finishing damage to a, a very high level to where it's, um, you know, uh, almost OEM quality, uh, sure. you, you know, like uh, the texture for the most part. Right. Um, blending, um, you know, lots of heavy glue pulling stuff. Um, you know, we get real deep into lateral tension, uh, overstretched metal you know, dealing with the power PDR box, things like that. Things that, you know, guys really just kind of have a lot of trouble, you know, with. And, you know, I, I just basically wanted to create a platform that creates confidence for the most part. So when they leave, they are, they're not going to say like, hmm, I don't know if I can, t- I don't know if I can do that. You know what I mean? They're going to be saying yes a lot more essentially, you know, because sure. ultimately like when you can do things, that everybody is saying no to like, you know, then, then you're going to, you're going to make a great living, you know? Right. And, and, you know, that's just kind of what it comes down to. I mean, um, and you know, it's not, it's not a, like a competition out there, you know, like, it, well, it, it is, but it's, it's, um, whatever happens between you and the customer is that's all that matters. You know, like it doesn't matter. Like if you're like, the best PDR technician in the world, but you know, it's nice to be able to know that you can take something on and deliver what the customer wants. Right. You know, rather than just saying, Oh, I can't do that. And then the next guy comes in and grabs it. Right. So um, yeah, it's just, it, you know, the, the, the whole, um, you know, the course is kind of, you know, devoted to like some of the, uh, the hard skills for the most part, there are some soft skills as well, like marketing, we go pretty heavy into like, you know, Google, uh, Google AdWords, um, you know, video editing, uh, things that kind of, you know, you can fix a dent, but can you get the customers? You know what I mean? That's, that's one of the biggest things. I mean, you obviously have to know how to get the customers and the right customers at that. Um, so, so yeah, it's not just hard skills. It's, it's, right. there's a lot of soft skills that come into play that we talk about. We spend actually like almost, an entire day just talking about, you know, we bring out the whiteboard and we talk about marketing and things like that. So, but yeah, yeah it's uh, it, it, for the most part is tailored, you know, it's tailored. I tell everybody that, that is interested 
to, to make a list. You know, if you're having trouble with edges, if you're having trouble with, you know, blown out fenders. I mean, I've literally exhausted like, like myself trying to figure this out over the years. And this is my, in a nutshell, you know, this is what you're getting, you know? Right. So being able to take that stuff on, I think is important, you know? So hundred percent. Yeah. No, I think if, if any tech is, is being honest, we've, we've all got our strengths and I think most techs, I don't know about you, but I know most techs have a weakness, if not a couple. And you just, you mentioned mine. I mean, I would probably come see you. I, mean, I think I talked to you once about doing it. Um, edges, panel edges, where it comes to glue pulling and, and seams and stuff and trying to get those seams it's, pretty. It's, yeah, it's ridiculously hard. It's, yeah. It, it, yeah. It is like literally like the, one of the hardest things to, to do in, in my book, I, I think. Right. But in the end, it is possible. You know, right. it's, po it's always possible. There's always a way, you know. Right. So, and that's the, that's the way I look at PDR. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I, I figure it out. I just yeah. have to figure it out. Right. So the, uh, my buddy, Ibrahim, who came to you, I'm, I'm thinking it's been at least three or four years. Oh and yeah. Yeah. Came out the, is the Israeli guy. Very yeah. charming. Do you remember he's got, he probably wore glasses. Do I remember him? Absolutely. He, yeah. he was, um, he, he's one of my best students. Yeah. He, the oh, guy like, Took in like everything I gave him and he just, he is, when I say crushing it, um, he is more than I've ever seen anybody crush it. Let's just say that. Yes. It's pretty amazing yeah. where he's gone. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, he, Ibrahim, I've worked alongside him. We've done hail together and, and uh, he's a charming guy. Um, for those people that aren't U.S., born citizens that think that they can't be successful in the United States, they need to be meet Ibrahim because I mean, as you said, he crushed it, but I, for those just a, a, a third degree of separation from a review about your business and your training is Ibrahim technically. Yes. He picked up a handful of good things and Bryce this and Bryce that, that da, da, da. he was very, very static and very energetic <laughs> about the experience. But the marketing, Bryce, which you just kind of glossed over, that was the thing that, that he just lit up. And, and I saw what he was doing for the hail stuff on Facebook and some of the promotional stuff you shared with him. And yeah. it was. It was nothing short of brilliant. It was really good. That's really so, cool, man. I, I love hearing things like that. that yeah. That just shows you, you know, the hard work of trying yes. to pound this into people's heads. You know, it yes. actually, when I hear stuff like that, it really makes me happy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's good stuff there, guys. So if maybe you're a phenomenal tech, but your marketing is not 10 tenths. Yeah. I'm telling you, Bryce, it's, a, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of work getting good. the customers, but yeah. there is a, there's a, a, a solution, you know, there's a, a formula for the most part. Yes. Know? So, yeah. And you said, you said it's magic early. You've dropped a lot of little nuggets and I don't know if everybody's hearing them all, but you said the right customer. Yeah. And, and no, that no. Right. That, it's yeah, the right customers. You want to basically let your marketing educate the right customers, right? That are going to do their research, look into you, right? right? And this way they're, you know, your marketing's selling for you. And then by the time they get to you, they're like, oh, you're the guy that I saw on, on right. Facebook or they're like, take my money. You know right. what I mean? So it's, it's it's so much easier when you have the right customer. You know they they can yes. they trust you, they like you, they they feel like they kind of know you in a sense, right? So yes, it's um 
It's really amazing, man. It really is. And, you know, one other thing I wanted to touch on with the, um, the training is that it's, you know, I'm, I, I, I kind of, uh, I'm, I love telling the truth. Like when it comes to when you, when you get here, you have to understand that there's no magic sauce with PDR. No. There's no magic. It's, it's literally, it's up here. It's, it's mindset, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, pushing through things, you know, getting through the hard stuff, you know, it's, um, and I've had guys actually stop me and they say, man, I, after those, like, you know, four days in, they're like, all this time, I thought this is like, there's some magic or something like what, what's, but it's really not, it's just hard work. You know, that's just what it is. Right. Darn it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. but it's the truth, man. It's like, you know, right. I, I'm basically just all I'm, you, you're capable of doing these things and I'm just basically helping you. I'm guiding you through to, to, to help you understand that you can and, and it creates an, it, I'm instilling confidence. Right. And, and of course there's, there's a lot of technical stuff in between all, all the little nuances and things like that. But um, yeah, there's, there's, there's no magic guys. It, it's, no. it's literally, it's, it's hard freaking work. PDR is hard work. So, you know, you, you mentioned confidence, Bryce, the, the confidence, it's not only, I mean, a lot of people that are listening and they might be thinking we're talking about internal, like for ourselves. And, and that's really not, in my opinion, at least for me, it's not, that's not the benefit. The benefit is, is when you're communicating with a client, they see you exuding that confidence and that sells. You nailed it. You nailed it. Absolutely. Yeah. Body language, confidence. Right. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, dude, that, that is so important. And some guys, you know, they show up to a job, you know, they got their flip flops on and they come up and they, you know, they're like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I can maybe, you know, and you know, right. listen, I'm just being honest. Like, let's face it, man. You can't do that. You know, like it, it, you're just going to get eaten up by the, the more professional guy that's coming down yeah. the road. Right. That's yeah. going to come in from behind you, you know, and just eat up the job. Right. Right. Because listen, man, if you're not on your toes, uh, if you don't keep up with what the industry is doing, you know, you're going to get eaten up. Yeah. Just the bottom line. I mean, that's it's in any business, right? You know, you right. got to stay on your toes. So, yeah. yeah. Now the confidence, the customer reads, reads the body language, reads the, the narrative, the tone. And if you don't exude that and they're going to move on to the next person. And I'm sure yeah. you've had people that have already been, they've seen three or four people and all of a sudden they say, Oh no, 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 no. Go see Bryce. And then they see you. And then you're like hundred percent. I got this, you know? Yep. And then, then they're sold. Even if they don't, consume any of your con your content the fact sure. that you're like eye contact this is going to be fine you nailed it dude you nailed it that's it that's all it is i mean it's not that hard you know what i mean it's really not that hard guys make it way more complicated than what it is i'm afraid to talk to people or right you know i don't want to show my face on camera ever you know or you know i don't want to like you know make a video or you know with me in it i'm like man that's just if you want to get the right customers, sometimes you got to do things you don't want to do. Like it's just the, the bottom line. I mean, it, you gotta, you gotta get past that stuff. You know, it becomes right. fun 
in a sense when oh, you 100 you know I, what i mean like you you know i mean i love it i i love doing people i'm a people person anyway but i love there's nothing i was talking to one of my former students uh he's out here in arizona and and he just got his own shop and he's crushing it and i'm, I'm super stoked for him and just like i'm sure you're stoked about ibrahim and his success oh man you know and it's it's just you just you you get rewarded you know from what they do and it's just it's that kind of stuff that i yeah i mean there's money involved in this industry but it's just it's so rewarding of the things that we do um you know but like you said it it's it there the shortcuts are far and few between it it is it's hard work it's time yeah you, know, I, I, the, you said 38 hours on that porsche i, I love you don't know how much i love to hear that because i i think a lot of people would want to think that it's it's a six hour pair or something and no not to get it to the right level it's not yeah exactly man i i do countless repairs that are over 12 hours i like i i was i was at a customer's house the other night until 10 o'clock at night right I mean, that's not good that doesn't translate good for your family right but you know it's every once in a while i get something right. like that you know it's just like you don't really you you don't know what you're getting into a lot of the times it's uncharted territory a lot of the times and um yeah, I just, I, I stay until the end, man. I mean, I have to be able to put my signature in the corner, right? When I'm done. Right. It's just what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, part of work. On that note, so on my list, I'm moving down. Bryce, if you could, if, and maybe there's multiple, but your proudest work accomplishment. I mean, you said the Porsche was probably one of the hardest and not the hardest. Is there something that you're just super proud of one of your work accomplishments? Would it be the Porsche or something else? Um, you know, it's, I, I don't even like, I, well, you're talking about from a repair aspect, like, yeah, the actual... yeah, like, yeah. I mean, and it, and it could have been something, I mean, it doesn't have to be technical. Maybe you're proud because it was a, a, an emotional thing. Maybe there was some sort of repair that you, the goodwill was just so tremendous. Yeah. Was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good one. Um, uh, I remember it was it was probably um, I'd say maybe three years ago, maybe two and a half years ago. But um, this was one of the first jobs that um, was coming to me from you know a long distance, you know, because they they found me online and I and the pressure was on, you know, and I was uncertain about the repair. So here we are, you know, we've got a guy that's driving five hours to come see me. Because his Tesla is, um, you know, his, his two-day-old Tesla, uh, his son backed into a basketball hoop, right? Yeah, everybody knows that Model Y, right? The the you know the Model Y hatch has it how it how it comes down, and every Tesla Model Y owner has that same dent, right? Always. And and this was um, it, it was kind of the uncertainty factor that I. I to this day, I still when I when I roll up to a customer's house before I get there, my stomach is in knots. You know, I get I get butterflies. Like, but but you know, honestly, if you don't have that, that's not good. I don't, don't think. care. Right? You don't care. I, I think being on your toes and like like getting ready to do something and and getting yourself you know hyped up and ready to go is it's kind of important. You know, but. I just mean you're passionate. That's all you want. You just want to do a good job, right? Right. You care. You care. Right. 
So, um, yeah, this job was coming to me, was being dropped off. And I just remember in the pictures, like just gross, like this thing was just blasted, folded, lower edge, um, super twisted, uh, big crown, nasty crown, deep, deepest shot I've ever done, I think. And the hardest area of, of a hatch or any, any body line area or, um, so yeah, he brings it to me. I get there. I looked at it in person the next day when I got there and he got a hotel somewhere local and he was going to spend the day by the beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, I looked at it and I was like, I just kind of put on an act. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be great. Yeah. We're going to make this thing happen. And you know, honestly, this is how you, this is, a, I just literally just dive in, like jump in and swim. Right. Right. And kind of watch the reactive process. You know, something happens. I move from there and do the next thing. Right. Right. And it kind of tells me where to go, like based on the reaction of what just happened. Right. Right, So that, and that, that's how that repair kind of, you know, flowed. It was just, you know, I do one thing. Okay. That worked. I'm going to the next thing. Right. Right. Um, And yeah, it was like one of my proudest moments. It was a Tesla model Y rear hatch. It was a blue one. Uh, and this is a funny thing at the end. I'm going to tell you here. It's like, basically, um, yeah, I pushed through this repair. It was probably about a 17 hour repair. Um, and, and I, I literally from early in the morning, all the way into the night, you know, I worked into the, on, on this thing. I finally called them up when I was done. And I was like, just want to let you know, your test is all set. You come pick it up. It was like probably nine at night or something like that. And, um, He's like, wow, you really fixed it? I was like, I said, yeah, I fixed it. It came out great. He's like, wow, no way. All right, cool. We're coming. We're on our way. So, and I'm getting this thing all ready to go and I'm, you know, wiping everything down. And uh, he pulls up and he's just like shocked. Couldn't believe it. You know, his son was there. The guy, the kid who backed, you know, he was driving the car. He backed it into the post. It was two days old, this thing. And they just, they ordered it and waited for like a year or something like that to get this thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he didn't want paint work. No. But guess what he says to me on the way out um, after he pays me? He says, I just want to let you know how happy I am. I said, uh, I said, well, okay, I'm really glad you're happy. He says, you know, you you, you saved me $17,000. <laughs> I said, what? Yeah. He says, yeah, I was going to come out of pocket at the body shop. They were going to replace the hatch and replace the right. bumper cover for $17,000. Right. And I was like, okay, I didn't charge enough. You know what I mean? Right. right. But I didn't say that to him, but no, in no. my head, you know, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. You know, it's like, but, you know, then again, it's like, you know, I look back and I just like the fact that I got through it, you know, and all this like doubt I had in my mind, I just kind of like, once I got in the zone, I just, I, f- I figured it out. And that was like one of the first times I really kind of was like, okay, I need to do this on the next one. You know what I mean? Right. And just kind of turn into this uh, kind of snowball thing where like my confidence really boosted after that, you know? Right. Um, to, to, I mean, listen, I mean, anybody could have, you know, made this look a lot better, but I was more about challenging myself to make this look like it never happened. Never you happened. Know? Right. Um, and, and kind of fulfilling my promise to him, which I think I, I always I on something like that. I, t- I think I told him like 95 percent, which is a typical, you know, repair outcome. For right. Repair. Right. Now, nothing's ever perfect. I, I explained to all my customers. 
I, I tell them no repair is ever a flawless thing. I don't care if it's a Lamborghini I'm working on or a Porsche or whatever. You know, I tell my customers that my 95% is most people's 100%. You know, True. that's just, just the way, I, you know. Yeah. And over, you know, kind of over, you know, what is it? Over promise? Under, <laughs> over deliver? Under promise. Uh, under promise, over deliver. Yeah. Yeah. So, and basically, um, yeah. So when he said that to me, I, that's when I'm like, I really started to think about like, pricing my repairs accordingly, you know, and right. that led me to get, you know, better pricing down the road. This is around the time I think Paul's, uh, Paul Corden's um, forum on Facebook was starting to become popular, I think. Right. Or it might have not even have been around, but I, I'm not sure. But, but yeah, that was it. That was the one, the Tesla. So I had to be because it's, you had so much detail and it sticks with you. And Paul, yeah. Paul's Facebook group guys, it, he he and the, the 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 members champion us as tax to charge fairly and push the envelope. And what Bryce is talking about, if anybody knows if they service Teslas, the Tesla certified shops get ridiculous. Oh. And I've you've got reviews. I've got a review sitting right here. This lady got a quote for five thousand dollars. I think I did a quarter size den for like five hundred bucks. It was a $5,000 quote from the, you know what I'm saying? On and on and on. <laughs> Rivian, we were just talking, I love this story, but you brought up at the beginning when we were chatting about the Rivian story, because Rivian, there's doordings that are being, at body shops that are 15 to 40 grand. I'm sure you've seen those numbers. Yeah. yeah right? Yep. So that's great. I love it, because what's that going to do for the industry? That's just going to. Right. Yep. Yep. So. So, and, and I'm sure you've touched Rivians. I have any, anybody that's been in the business. I mean, we're going to have Lucid's, Rivians, on Polestars, whatever. Um, but now that's, that, that's a great story. And, and for anybody that's worked on, I, I want to touch about this real quick. Cause you glossed over like it was no big deal. And it's, it, it's not that easy, Bryce. Just, I'll just take one little tidbit of a Model Y lift gate. If you ever get a crown on a compound curve, those crowns are not easy. They're not for the faint of heart, especially if the if it's got a lot of tension and it created this, you know, I mean, double fist size kind of crown. They're they're gross. You have to know what kind of tap downs, what material, yeah, no heat, everything, and it's systematic. It it is. You glossed over like it. I mean, you said it was a little bit challenging, but still, I you didn't give it the credit. It, it's not easy, folks. And and yeah. I'm assuming. Maybe the inside of that panel was was moved to. I mean, you can do a lot of things with those lift gates. And it's just, we do so many, te California is Tesla heaven. I mean, I, oh my gosh, yeah. Right. We've got, I think I've got three in the shop right now. We got a model. Yeah. It's just nuts. Um, so we, thankfully, we've just like you, we've dove in, we've learned. Um, but those crowns on those Model Ys or Xs, and they're so common with all the they're, technology, they're systems, right? Very technical, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, thank God the access is good. You know, you pull yeah. the off, yeah. you're swimming in those things, but that doesn't make, make it easier. But uh, man, yeah, I just, I can it's only so imagine. Hard. Yeah, it, it, anybody, anybody that's, yeah. I mean, if you've never worked on like what Brian was talk, talking about there, um, it, it takes a few of those to really understand, you know, like doing a few of those, I think. Yeah. But uh yeah, I think I had a few that under my belt before I did that Tesla. I mean, but yeah, it, it's no joke. It's like, and and the thing is, is like they're on display. Like that hatch is like high profile. Right. 
It's like right. in your face, like the bottom of the hatch kind of comes out. It's like, so yeah, it's, you got to like fine tune for hours on those things, you know, to make them look really good. You know, what'll, what'll happen is they're, they're, they're headlight level. So what'll happen is if you don't get it right and a customer pulls up or they'll pull up their own car behind their own car. And if you don't have it squared up, right. You'll see it in the light reflection of those headlights. Yeah. I had a customer tell me that the other day. He, after the repair, he brought the car up behind with headlights to see if there's, and it's metallic, of course. Yeah. And it was, tri- well, couldn't have been black. Of course not. It had to be metallic <laughs> or white. And he's like, you know what? It, it didn't do any weird stuff. Brian was great. I'm like, you know, thankfully, you know, he didn't. T- <laughs> and I didn't know he was going to do that, but. Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> we like weirdos yeah i know they pay well they, they pay do. very well <laughs> there's different kinds of weirdos we, maybe we don't like but we won't that's a whole nother podcast yeah but, yeah yeah um okay so moving on um thank you for the proudest work accomplishment future future goals what's your you, you don't have a shop you're working out of your dad's occasionally you do the training there i assume yeah you know it's it's kind of a um you know i've always wanted a brick and mortar shop location i mean for, for uh, legacy purposes, you know, for my, my son, you know, maybe, maybe he wants to do it one day, but I don't know, man. I, I, I love the freedom. I love the freedom of being mobile. I just, I'll be able, you know, I'm able to use my dad's shop, you know, whenever I need it, you know, and it's just like, just give him a ring hit say, Hey, I mean, he, he basically restores cars in his retirement. And um, he's like, Hey, I'm, you know, I just let him know, Hey, I, I need the bay for, whatever time he's like come on down he likes the company too you know i, I love seeing my dad you know just saying what's up because i mean he, you know it gets it, you know, when you get older it gets lonely you know what i mean I, you got to go visit your parents and say hey sure. but um but yeah it's uh i don't know it, it's a tough one man and I, and I see all these like shops popping up like uh you know like these buildings just you know like the infrastructure around here is like just really kind of it's booming and it's i just kind of i'm so tempted to pull the trigger and just get a location but i don't know something about the mobile freedom that i love you know mm-hmm. so what about you i mean you're you've got a shop for how many years now well when when the auctions kind of kind of bid it 08 09 that's when we started doing shops okay uh, so yeah, it's, but I know what you're saying, but I'll, let me chime in this. Yeah. You give us some freedom a hundred percent. You know, you could, you could schedule people out and, and block your schedule out. And I, I, I'll, I'll wind it back. My kids are older now, Bryce, but when they were younger, I didn't have a shop and I could go to their doctor's appointments, sporting events, their school, elementary plays. I was the only dad. There was a bunch of moms. And then I would volunteer at kindergarten and help get set up in the morning at eight to nine. And then at nine, I'd go to the auction. So you're right. A lot of people don't understand there's pros and cons. And one of the cons to having a shop is you do lose some freedom. There's no doubt about it. And I don't know how your, your kids are. If they're as old as what they look like on your Facebook page, they're still pretty young. You yeah, know? no. They're, yeah. I mean, I've got a 13 year old and I've got, you know, a nine year old and a five year old. So they're fairly yeah. young. That's still yeah. young. So, yeah. so yeah, you're in the heart of it. So you don't you don't want to give away your time for money. So. So maybe in, in the future, maybe a shop might make sense, but right now it may not. And that's, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, time is, I think in the PDR game, I think it's, it's the thing that we really can't make. We can almost right. make money in business, right. you know, ample, ample money. 
you know, one job can, can do whatever. So back in the day, it wasn't that way. It's, it's completely changed on its head, but yeah, but uh, no, we've got a shop rise and actually one and a half. And I thought about expanding it. My kids were my, my, the season of my life price is completely different than yours. You know, 25 years married, you know, my kid, my youngest is 20 years old now in college. Wow. So I have the freedom to do, but what I've done it when they were at the house, heck i didn't work saturdays i work saturdays yeah. now you know I would, oh you do I yeah never, yeah i would have never done that you know it's you know little league and baseball and and being with my daughter for her stuff it was just you know you're lucky you've got you got what two girls and a boy is that is that the mix yeah two girls and a boy yeah yeah i got two boys and a girl so you got both you've got the whole gambit of of all the different you know the just the gifts that these 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 kids give you so now nah, i mean Blessed, it, yeah it, and you're lucky you got your dad. I mean, you have a spot when you're either training or a big job needs to needs to go over. I mean, that's uh, yeah. That's trust me, I I know, I know. I realize I have it like made right now and uh, yeah. blessed beyond. Yeah. But, hey, who knows? Maybe in the, maybe in the future. But right now, I mean, you're you're probably doing the right thing because you had the flexibility to tend to the things that matter most in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. I don't, I don't work weekends. You know, I, I, I used to work weekends, but right now it's like, like you said, I mean, you got to take this time to be with them, you know, and they're, cause they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're so, they're, they're young for so long. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, you got to give them your time. So you do, you do. Cause soon, soon that 13 year old's probably cresting. Oh you know? man. Yeah, I know. It's that we get, yeah, we get emotional when we see like baby pictures, you know, it's like, yeah. 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 So, all right. Advice to young techs. I get, I get a lot of young techs because I, Oh, and, and let's wind it back real quick. I refer a lot of people hit me up for training nationwide. Yeah. Um, we have a Facebook page that shows Florida, although I don't do any training out of Florida. I always refer them to you, right? Just so you know, well, I don't know if anybody signs up. Feeling, it's mutual because I do the same Good. to you. Cause I, I really, I, I don't really offer beginner training. I will do beginner training, but I typically, I'm mainly advanced. For the most yeah. part, so Good for I you. just don't have the time to devote to a beginning it, beginner. Yeah. It, like with you, I mean that I, I give you a lot of respect for being able to, to teach people from the beginning. That's, that's just a whole different ball game. I think brutal. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Real tough. But, but nonetheless, um, so let's say a newbie is watching this podcast. They're, they're listening to our dialogue. What do you, what's your advice to them? You've already given some nuggets already. What, what do you tell somebody that is committed to learning it? What, what is Bryce Kelly's advice? Um, I think my, my best advice would be to uh, definitely never give up. I think I've, I said that before. Um, you know, you start something, fulfill. Yes. All the way through it. Cause like, how else are you going to figure it out if you don't go through it? Right. The magic that you're looking for, right. Is in the stuff that you, you don't, that you want to say no to, right. You don't, you don't want to do a lot of this stuff, but all that magic is there. Right. <clears throat> so, and it sucks. Like it, it's going to suck in the beginning, but you know, the rewards at the end are far greater, you know, than, than it's sucking now. So suck it up, you know, and just go through it. You know, that's right. just, 
that's the way I learned. You know, I, I, I almost am thankful that I didn't pursue, um, I don't know, like any other further training, I guess, after beginner training, um, because I, I had to figure it out on my own. And I, and I think that I can attribute where I'm at now to, to not having, um, you know, the things we have today, you know, like Facebook, all these like awesome, like, you know, these groups where you can see behind a panel or secret factory right. access, which right. is awesome. I, I freaking like, it's like a cheat code, right? Totally. So, but, but man, yeah, it's, um, what we do is, is extremely challenging and difficult. Um, but yeah, it, it understand that, um, it, it's, it's, it can be done. If you, if you have the right mindset, you can do it, you know, right. it's, but you got to get up every day and be passionate. You can't think about money. Um, money, money's great. You know, I, 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 at this point in my career, I don't even think about money. I mean, of course I do, but I don't think about it like I did when I first got in. And I think that money is kind of like a byproduct of being passionate, right? That's just, right. I think what it is, you know, I mean, it's going to come. If right. you're really good at what you do, you're, you're going to, you're going to make money. Right. Um, but you have to push yourself every single day to be the best that you can be at whatever it is that you're doing. So um, that, that would be in a nutshell, my advice. So. Yeah. Don't quit. Like you said, tenacity, tenacity, you know, yeah. just show up every day. Yeah. It, I don't know. I don't know if you thought about quitting. I mean, you, you were 11 grand in, you probably didn't travel across the United States or in California for probably two or three weeks. I imagine it, it was only like seven days, seven days for all that stuff, all that stuff. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Stephen powers. You should be slapped. Um, <laughs> so they don't offer PDR anymore though, because of, no. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure it was like a nightmare for them because they they realized that they, you know, they got their, you know, these guys were probably bombarding them with questions, you know, like, yeah, how come I didn't learn this? And, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know you can so, imagine the, the, the show. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that we do. I, I don't do a lot of training. I mean, I, I lose and you could relate to this. I lose money when I train. Do you know, I make a lot? I yeah, for sure. I, I enjoy um, training. I enjoy helping people, but at the same time, it's challenging. Um, but now yeah, beginner training. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Monetarily. I mean, doing repairs is where the money is. It's sure. It's sure. Yeah. I, I will agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, your music, your, your social, if people are looking at Bryce Kelly, like it or not, you're going to find Bryce Kelly doing <laughs> dinner and Bryce Kelly doing music. Tell us about you your gotta have an escape, right? Right. You, gotta be able to, you know, you, you, I love doing dense, but you gotta, you gotta be able to, um, you know, take all that, you know, I don't know, just, just have an avenue to, to go a different avenue to go down, you know, when you're in your downtime, of course, I'd be hanging out with my family, but when they go to sleep at night is when I, I tinker with the music, you know, I'm not like a, I don't make mainstream music. I just make music that I've, been inspired by over the years, you know, and, and if other people like it, then that's, that's a plus man, you know? So, but the main, the main, the main goal is, is like a stress reliever, just an outlet. Yeah, yeah it is, man. It's like, it's just, I've always like, since I was like five years old, you know, I've, yeah. I had a little Casio keyboard and I remember 
messing with it and being obsessed with it. And it turned into just this, this thing, you know, I mean, making electronic music is just, uh, I don't know. I just, I just love it. You know, yeah. what can I say? I, let me, I'm going to see if I can't turn the camera here so you can see this. Um, let's see if it picks it up. So you see, oh, look at you, man. So that's, a Gretsch, yeah. that's a Gretsch hollow body right there. I keep nice. it dirty because we're pretty much a body shop slash PDR shop here. But I keep that in the front office. And I had a guy, an older guy, wiser, comes in and he's like, you play that? And I'm like, yeah, occasionally. He's like, and he, he read me like a book, Bryce. He's like, you do it for stress, huh? I'm like, oh, 100%. I go, I'm not doing gigs. I'm not, get, even though a buddy of mine is in a band and twice a year I'll come out and join them and just, they play cover music, which if you pl can play by ear, you can jump in, you know? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Pink Floyd, whatever. And, uh, but yeah, it's a hundred. I totally relate to what you're saying. It's, it's, it's a, de a mental detox, you know? It is. And I, and I, since I was what I don't, you started before, I think I was maybe 12 when I got into it, but, but, uh, we got the one nice reason to have a shop. We got the warehouse and back. So when everybody's gone and before I have to go home to see the wife, maybe we, we finish the job early, plug into an app in the back and the acoustics are perfect, you know, and, and it's awesome. It is. It's, That's it's so cool, man. Yeah. I wish I could be a fly on the wall to check it out. Why don't you guys ever broadcast it No. You know, I thought about it. I might do it like a, like a podcast intro and stuff. Just like pick you up. Should, man. You should, man. You should. You know, um, one of my first drum set was a Gretsch. No kidding. Yeah. I, I, I started playing drums at five. And then I um, it kind of evolved into playing the Casio. But that yeah. my first drum set, Gretsch. Yeah, I remember that. It's cool. But you, you're not you're not percussion anymore. You're simply just keyboards. No, I mean, percussion will never like leave me you know i mean i if i see a drum set i'll play it you know what i mean it's just like one of those things you kind of pick up and just yeah. you remember like muscle memory and just uh i love yeah anything like music is just i just have always been into it you know so how about your kids have you have you any of the kids do any music or no 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 express zero interest in dent repair or music <laughs> Well, damn it, Perry, you got to cut them a freaking pass because they're young. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 No, they, um, the one thing, yeah, one thing I see my kids getting into is art, though. Good. So, so they, they, they are very artistically uh, inclined. Yeah. They, yeah. they like uh, drawing and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Which is cool. Very cool. Nice. No, very yeah. cool. Well, Bryce, so, like, I, I appreciate you giving me, it's late out there. It's 10 o'clock and, in Florida, are you are you Orlando area? Where where are you based out I'm of? Yeah, I'm pretty close to um, about maybe 15 minutes from Orlando. Okay. Yeah, and it's we're we're kind of basically like Daytona Beach. 20 minutes north is Daytona Beach, and 20 minutes south is Orlando. Okay. So yeah, we're right in the middle, Central Florida. Got it. So. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, well, man. I, I definitely we're gonna meet up. I'm gonna catch you at one of these. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, yeah. we'll grab a beer, man. For sure. For sure, I, I would look forward to that. We could we could uh, uh, tell some stories. I I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that you did with with Ibrahim, uh, some of the the promotional marketing stuff because I love it. But I, out of respect for for the craft and what you do, I I, I don't know. I just I think it's best left to to uh, on the DL. 
you know, I, yeah, it's, it's all good. I mean, if people watch your videos. They already kind of know a little bit, you know, and if they looked up Ibrahim, they would see, I mean, he's gleaned so much good information off you. This guy's crushing it, man. Oh, he is. He's, he's, he's just, he, he's got the formula. So no, hundred percent. And he's, he's a charming guy. Ibrahim, yes. he makes a, a half a mil to a mil a year doing hail. Oh and, yeah. And he doesn't work a full year. You know, he's no, six to nine months and he's back in Israel with his wife and the baby. He, and he, he wants to start a, um, a full retail gig in Israel. So. Yeah. That's, that's the game plan. We'll see if he sticks with it, but that, yeah, I, I don't know if he'll keep coming back and doing hail here or not. We'll see. But yeah, now, you, you showed him some great stuff and it really, the, the retail market and then hail marketing. I mean, I mean, he exploded. I mean, he was already a good tech, but to your point, you mentioned earlier in the, in the podcast, you combine that turbocharge with the juice of the good marketing. I mean, he just set flight. Fantastic technician. Um, just really good personable guy. And uh, he, he, he's like, yeah, that's it. I mean, he's got the formula. Like I hear him talk on the phone with customers and he's, he's very um, uh, just very sincere. And like, I mean, he cares about, his work like big, wholeheartedly. So big time. I mean, he's ex whiz tech. I mean, his, his, his fine, his finished work. Like I said, I worked side by side with him. We did a bunch of hail and I, I saw his work and it's yeah, it's fast. He's clean. It's good. And now thanks to you, he's got even more skills. He's got marketing on steroids. I mean, he's, he's a weapon. He's on fire, man. Yeah. He really is. He'll yeah. retire early. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, he's and he's young, youngish. I mean, probably he, your age. I mean, I'm, he I'm, is. He's young. Like, yeah. Mid 40s, maybe. I'm thinking, I think. No, he's 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 in his 30s, man. 30s, even. Jeez. Yeah, he's in his 30s. That's gross. Yeah, he's he's like, he's crushing. Just the dude is just crushing it. Yeah. So happy. I'm really happy for him. So, oh, man. yeah, of course. That's yeah. good stuff. Awesome. Thank you, Bryce. Get some rest. Hopefully, I didn't keep you up too late. Dude, anytime, man. Honestly, this is one of the best podcasts I've done, and I, I really appreciate you uh, having me on. So oh, it's it's been a pleasure. We're gonna meet up. My word. I'll, you don't have to come to Florida, or if you're out here, maybe you're gonna bring the family out to California for some strange reason. I, I will be in California one of these days. I promise you that. So all right, one way or another, we're gonna cross paths and shake hands and have a cold one. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate you. All right. Have a good night. Have a good one, man. Bye. Bye-bye.